This is The Rant presented by Strive Sports. Benjamin Klein here with you after a short layoff on this Wednesday, May 19th afternoon. Trying to provide you with my opinions on all New York sports outcomes and uh, what is to come in the future. Uh, missed the past couple of days due to family family obligations. As I said the other day on Sunday, I had a special episode Sunday in preparation for missing Monday and Tuesday. Also apologize once again for missing uh Recording and posting on Friday, unable to cover uh, a couple of different topics, which I hope that I covered mostly on Sunday, but got to get back at it today because I missed uh, Yankees Monday, Tuesday, same thing with the Mets. Uh, no Knicks or Nets over the past couple of days. I, I also have missed uh, some NHL playoffs uh, with the Islanders going down last night uh, to the Penguins. The series is now tied at 1-1. Uh, I'm not going to be discussing the that series very much. Uh, maybe I'll discuss a little more about the Isles. I'll bring someone on that uh, I can really get into, an Isles fan that I can really get into the uh, the analysis of uh, what's going on out there. But uh, for now, I'm going to stick a Stick to what I know best, which is basketball and baseball, also football, but it's not yet football season. Um, so just shout out Islanders. I mean, I don't hope I don't want them to win the cup, but I hope that I'll wish them the best along their their trip uh, in the play to the playoffs. Uh, playing the Penguins, who are the one seed in their division this year, uh, so the Islanders are four. They got home. Home ice did the Penguins, and uh, the Islanders were able to take that away from them by winning one by winning Game One uh, in overtime, I believe. So, series should be going back to uh, Nassau right now, and uh, we'll see if the Isles are able to keep up with Crosby and, and the Penguins. It would be an impressive series win. But uh, just a couple other uh, things that I wanted to mention: uh, little notes and news from the past couple days that I missed. Uh, Last night, wouldn't have gotten this on Monday or Tuesday anyways, but last night, uh, Spencer Turnbull uh, throws the fifth no-hitter of the season. I'm just making sure that I got his first name correct. I did. Um, the fifth no-hitter of the season, really incredible, the pitching in this season. I mean, as you know, baseball uh, or offensive baseball this year is the worst it's maybe ever been batting average lower as a league than uh, it has been in quite some time. Uh, so it's impressive, but it is still impressive what the pitchers are doing this year. Turnbull, his first complete game ever is a no hitter. And um, he actually led the MLB in losses two seasons ago in 2019 with 17 losses. And now he comes back, pitches is not just his first complete game as a, major leaguer, but also is a no-hitter. He only walked two guys in the game uh, and uh, was against the Mariners and just a really incredible performance. Um, moving on to some other things that happened last night, I guess I wouldn't have been able to talk about any either of these things on Monday or Tuesday because everything happened last night, which I guess I'm kind of lucky for. But uh, the in, in the NBA playing games, the Indiana Pacers beat down the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, really wasn't even a competition. Uh, I think that this was the first time that a lot of those Celtics guys had this uh, had to play in this big moment in, in a playoff-like atmosphere uh, on the road as well. Uh, I mean, Lamelo hasn't had that. Devontae Graham hasn't had that. McDaniel's hasn't had that. I don't think that uh, Cody Zeller has really had that. Um, there, there are plenty of other guys to be named as well uh, that haven't had that. The only guy maybe being uh, Terry Rozier when he was with the Celtics got a little bit of experience. Miles Bridges, no experience. 
So uh, this was a learning opportunity for them. I mean, they were also missing Gordon Hayward, which is another key, uh, very important part to their team. Um, they lost six in a row heading in, you know, to finish off their season, not even heading into the playoff game. The, their sixth straight loss was the play-in game, so they blow that game. Uh, unfortunate end to the season for the Hornets, but uh, I'm sure that they'll come back even stronger next year. Uh and uh, hopefully with a better roster as well a little bit. I mean, uh, when you're starting Bam at a bio, you, you know that there is an issue there. Uh, so, unfortunately, Hornets out, are out of the playoffs, lose that 9-10 game. Now the Pacers are going to play the Wizards for the 8th seed in the second playing game tomorrow night, uh, Thursday night. The Pacers uh, are a... I don't know if they're necessarily a good matchup, but for with the Wizards, but the Wizards, I mean, uh, let's move on to that game, uh, the second playing game from last night, which was Wizards and Celtics. Uh, Jason Tatum dropping 50 points uh, in leading the Celtics to that W. I mean, just an absolutely incredible performance uh, in my head. Jason Tatum is a top 15 player. Um, uh, I was count, I was counting it out last night. Uh, who my top players are? I probably would have him around anywhere from 13 to 15. I think he's a little bit. I'd have him a little bit lower than Luca, but uh, above many other guys who are considered to be uh, great players. Uh, I can't think of uh, off the top of my head, but he's definitely obviously better than Zion Williamson. I think he's better than Devin Booker. I think he's proven more throughout his career. Um, you know, I, I off the top of my head, I, I, I think he's better than Donovan Mitchell as well. Uh, and there are plenty of other guys. I mean, Jason Tatum is an incredible player, and he I think he shows up in the biggest moments. I mean, he's already made the conference finals, if not once, multiple times, and now he's dropping 50 points in uh, the most important, one of the most important games of the season for them, probably the most important game at this point. Uh, so really incredible performance by Jason Tatum. So uh, the Celtics... Get the seven seed. They are now going to be playing the Brooklyn Nets in the first round. Uh, I would have loved that matchup had Jalen Brown been playing. Unfortunately, Jalen Brown is not going to play, so the Nets uh, are probably going to kill them. But who knows? With Jason Tatum is going to be playing like that, then anything is possible. You know, maybe the Nets will just have a couple off days. Uh, all you can hope for is is a good good battle for that series. So. Uh, Celtics get the seventh seed, and now the eighth seed in the Eastern Conference is up to um, the Wizards and the Pacers. They will play that game tomorrow night. Uh, additionally, tonight we have two more playing games. Uh, the San Antonio Spurs and Memphis Grizzlies playing at 7.30 on ESPN for the uh, eighth seed in order to play another game to get the eighth, to potentially get the eighth seed, while the Warriors and the Lakers are playing at 10 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, on ESPN for the seven seed. That's just an incredible matchup with you know with everything that uh, Curry's been doing this year, uh, minus Clay Thompson, and with the Lakers having struggled, uh, LeBron criticizing the playing game when he originally uh, liked the idea uh, when it was first uh, brought about. 
But uh, this is just an incredible matchup for a playing game. This is exactly what the NBA wanted. We get the Lakers, the previous champions, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, still considered probably the favorite to come out of the West, uh, somehow wind up in this spot going up against uh, the three-time champ, the former LeBron uh, rival uh, in terms of playing each other in the finals. And the guy that LeBron thinks is the MVP of the league this year, just absolutely going off uh, for the last month and a half and wound up winning the scoring title actually so uh that should get the most viewers uh viewership of any game this season in my opinion if it doesn't then there's something wrong with people that is the most exciting game that we've had this season so far imagine if the lakers lose imagine if steph curry goes off that game this is pretty much what's going to happen for the lakers to lose steph curry is going to go off on the lakers and basically put the lakers on the brink of elimination i mean if you're not if that doesn't get you excited then i don't know what does in terms of nba basketball so uh just very exciting night tonight for these playing games i love the idea i think that they should be here to stay puts an emph- more of an emphasis on winning regular season games in order to uh avoid uh those playing games and uh you know that that also would wind up limiting risk management or load management i'm sorry not risk management <laughs> but uh yeah, just really excited for the games tonight. The games last night were kind of underwhelming. They weren't that much fun. I'm really not expecting that much from Spurs uh, Grizzlies tonight. I think that that'll be like a, a, a close, uh, you know, within 10-point game. Uh, two teams that really battle it out on the defensive end, but uh, there's a reason why the Spurs finished six games below 500 and the Grizzlies finished four games above, and it's because the Grizzlies are a better team, and at the end of the day, they're going to grit and grind that out. John Morant, Dylan Brooks, Jaron Jackson, Jonas Valanciunas, I like their team. Uh, whoever gets them is going to have a battle, and I, I believe that about, uh, about every series this year. Every series, I think, or most of them, especially in the West, and then most in the East, uh, maybe except for Sixers and Wizards, uh, is going to be a battle. So very excited to uh, watch the games tonight. And uh, anything on football? Let's see if I've, I saw any interesting news on football. Not really. Uh, just exciting stuff. I, I did for all you Jets fans out there. I saw that the Jets had an optional uh, training camp uh, or mini camp. So. Uh, a lot. I heard that a lot of guys came, and that's a very good sign. I feel like in the past that hasn't been the case. Uh, we've just been uh, not getting the right type of players, similar to what the the issues with the Knicks. Uh, now all of a sudden we're getting the right the guys with the right mentality, and it's showing on the court. Maybe it'll be the same with the Jets. You get the guys with the right mentality. They put work first, and uh, the team first, and winning first. And uh, guys that do that show up uh, early and often in practice and in the game. And uh, I saw that. I'm seeing that happen happening with the Knicks through this whole season, getting the right guys, the right mentality, and just seeing this, and it is the preseason, I mean the offseason, it is early, but to see all these guys show up more than usual for the Jets is a good sign, especially for a guy like Robert Sala, who's so uh, committed and so you know energized into the team, nice to see guys also as committed as he is, so uh, that was another note that I, I just felt the need to uh, discuss. But uh, moving this rant on to talking about New York sports, only going to be covering the Yankees and the Mets for today uh, because obviously the Knicks and the Mets didn't play the p- past few days. Uh, there's no football going on right now. And uh, as I said, I'm not going to be discussing much hockey other than bringing you up with the series is at this point, which is 1-1 between the Islanders and the Penguins. Um, not that I don't like playoff hockey. Playoff hockey might be the most exciting playoffs uh, just to, you know, turn on and watch if you're not a fan of a team. Uh, you know, it's just that 
I'm a Flyers fan. They haven't been good, really that good for years. They got knocked off by the Isles last year. Uh, so really just a lot of disappointment on my end in terms of hockey, especially because I dislike all the New York teams. And uh, it's the one sport that I don't root for, uh, New York. So uh, hockey disappoints me, but it's so exciting, the playoffs. Don't get me wrong. I hope to be able to talk hockey playoffs, bring someone on to talk hockey playoffs with me ASAP. But moving this rant on to talking about the Yankees uh, over the past two days, I don't know if I even covered uh, the game on Sunday, but they lost 10-6 to to the Orioles. Uh, really just uh, not a good pitching performance, uh, and that's really a shame uh, after – Pretty good pitching the past uh, couple days before that, uh, you know, and then before that, obviously against the Rays, they they struggled giving up nine runs. Uh, but overall, I mean, I still can't complain much about the pitching. Before I get into the analysis of the game, I'll tell you where uh, the Yankees are at in terms of all the stat categories. Uh, start with pitching; they are sixth in ERA. Tied for fifth in quality starts, second in whip, and fourth in batting average again. So although the starting pitching has been faltering a little bit lately, uh, the bullpen has been making up for it. And uh, the fact that we're that the Yankees are still uh, top five or tied for fifth in quality starts shows that there is potential for this rotation, especially when we get guys like Severino back. There's also potential for Davey Garcia. Uh, and there's also other guys out there. I mean, Clark Schmidt as well, um, that, that, that should come back and have an impact. But, uh, you look at that. Yes. The starting pitching has struggled over the past week. I'm not overly concerned. We're still uh top five in quality starts and the ERA whip and batting average still all there, even though the bullpen has a lot to do with that, but I'm going to give the starting pitching more time. Kluber's pitching tonight. Uh, I, I like the way Kluber's been pitching recently. Uh, nice veteran guy, uh, who just knows how to pitch knows what pitch to throw when, uh, and I really like what he's been doing recently. Uh, so I think that he could actually be a number two, like a viable number two for the Yankees come playoff times. Uh, you know, not all guys have to be throw 95, 96 mile an hour flamethrowers. Uh, so uh, at the end of the day, I mean, Garrett Cole, his last start, uh, did not perform well. It was unfortunate, but uh, if you're, you know, if you're not going to hop on Garrett Cole for that, then please don't hop on uh, Jordan Montgomery and and others for not showing up for just one outing. I mean, uh, you know, overall, you know, they have. I think they have three pitchers that are under four ERA when we're talking about Garrett Cole, uh, Domingo Herman, and Corey Kluber. But uh, unfortunately, Montgomery and Tyon have struggled a little bit recently uh, with Tyon having pitched last night. Fortunately, Yankees getting the win uh, by a score of 7-4, breaking their two-game losing streak. Uh, so you, you look at the hitting. I did not bring up the hitting numbers, but uh, the Yankees are now 20th in runs. They move up, uh, I believe, four spots, some, two or four spots, something like that. So that's a little bit better. Uh, 22nd in batting average. Still need to get better at that. Need to hit with runners in scoring position. Uh, that's an issue that, I was, that I'm seeing in that game on Monday. Luke Voigt smashed a home run with two outs, no runners on base. Imagine if those two runners on base could have made, made it into a game potentially. Didn't happen. It's because people aren't getting on base. Uh... I mean, they are. I mean, I guess technically they are getting on base. They're getting on base via the walk, not via uh, the base hit, because they're 22nd in batting average and they're 10th in on base percentage, uh, 20th in slugging percentage. Yes, all of baseball is down in terms of average, but uh, you look at the best teams in the league: Boston Red Sox, two guys hitting 
340 right now or, or around that range and Xander Bogarts and J.D. Martinez. Uh, you go ahead and you look at the Padres. I mean, they their team is pretty stacked. Yes, Machado isn't playing that well right now. But uh, Tatis and and Hosmer and Cronenworth and uh, who, whoever else. I can't think of all of them off the top of my head. But, uh, you know, those teams are playing well. The teams that, you know, the teams that are at the top of the league right now are playing well offensively. Cardinals, they get a guy like Arnado in the offseason who's been an absolute beast since he's arrived. So, uh, and, you know, the Yankees, their big move, they, they realize in the beginning of the season, oh, we need another guy. Uh, they get Rudy Odor and... Guess what that does? That's another home run hitter that uh, strikes out a lot. So I'm not a big fan of that. He came back last night also. But uh, to get into the nitty-gritty, the Yankees in this series so far in the first two games have gone uh, 4 out of 10 with the runners in scoring position. That's pretty That's pretty all right, I, I guess. Uh, you know, it's just a shame that they went... One for four with runners in scoring position in in that in that game on Monday, which really just isn't a lot at all. Uh, I actually messed messed that up. They were not they're not hitting four hundred with the runners in scoring position. I don't believe uh, they are five for I think seventeen is what it is, and that comes out to a two ninety four batting average. That's still that's still okay. Uh, you know, in this last game, they went four of 13. That's, that's really good. I like that a lot. That, that, that sounds good to me leaving eight on base, at least getting the guys on base. Uh, but then they always have these outings, uh, like on Monday, one for four with only four runners left on base. I mean, come on. And they're going up against a pitcher who, uh, even after the game still has a five, nine, three ERA. literally finished, had a six inning performance giving up, uh, giving up how many runs, giving up only one earned run, and he still has a basically six ERA. So, you know, really bad performance for the offense in that game, uh, but made up for it in the next game. I mean, I, I knew that the Yankees were not going to lose this second game, even though Tyon was on the hill. Uh, they can't lose two games in a row to the Texas Rangers, one of the worst teams in the league that was really struggling coming into this series. And Mike Fultonewicz, who, uh, although was good a couple years ago with the Braves, uh, had a very down year last year and just isn't a good pitcher this year either with a 5-1-80 ERA. Uh, I knew the Yankees were going to come to play. So 4-13 with runners in scoring position. Uh, big hits from Sanchez and Duhar, Judge. Uh, unfortunately, we had Brett Gardner at the two-hole last night. Yes, uh, he did get a triple the other day, but uh, his hitting 190 on the season, I don't know why he's the two-hitter, if that's the case. Uh, and then uh, LeMahieu also had a big hit, but uh, Odor 0 for 2 and Urshela 0 for 1. Yes, um, Urshela has been playing well recently, but you need to come up clutch with the with the runners on base, not just uh, when there's no runners on base. So uh, you look at where the where the players are at now. Uh, DJ LeMayu hitting 277, uh, Judge hitting 295, Urshela 288. So the top of the lineup uh, is all right, although it need uh, I expect more out of LeMayu. Obviously, uh, Torres has not been around the team due to COVID. He should be back. Tonight, I believe, or uh, for the next series, one of the two. Uh, there was also no no Luke Voigt last night, who's kind of slow coming uh, coming off his injury. Uh, hit his first home run of the season the other night, as I stated previously. Um, and then you look at the bottom half of, half of the lineup, which is basically all below the Mendoza line. Uh, 
at least in last night's lineup, from four down, Odor at five is 182. Sanchez at six is 189. Uh, and they both got hits last night. Sanchez went one for three, and Odor went two for five. Uh, but then you continue going down. I mean, Nagashioka took Sanchez's spot. He's hitting 196. Uh, and Duhar at at the seventh slot, 172. And he had two hits last night. So I mean, he's still at 172. Uh, then you look at Ford, 128, and he went two and he went two for three last night. So uh, all these guys even played well last night, and they're still all uh, hitting below the Mendoza line. It's really. Uh, it's really a shame. No Frazier last night either. He's also struggling. So uh, it seems like anyone that's uh, that could potentially be put in, in that bottom of the lineup uh, is struggling right now. Obviously, will be huge once the Yankees get back Stanton and and Torres and I'll even say it Hicks. And uh, once you consider that, I mean, once you add that to Lemayhu, Judge, and Urshela, those three guys, then you have uh, six good players in the lineup. I guess five, I won't even count Hicks, but uh, in terms of like average players, I count Hicks, I count, I like Frazier, um, I like Andujar, I mean, and then off the bench, I mean, other guys to be named, Sanchez, Ford, um, Odor, I mean, uh, I, I and Wade, I, I like the team, uh, I think that they have the potential to win it all, uh, yes, I do have more faith. I guess I, I'll say it. I guess that I have more faith in the hitting just because I don't know who that num- if Kluber can really be that number two guy. Uh, it's just a question of if the Yankees can snap out of the slump and really start hit going back to what they used to be, the Bronx Bombers. Um, so uh, that's it for my uh, rant on the Yankees hitting 294 with runners in scoring position so far in this series. Uh, that's a good sign pointing pointing the right direction that we're going to break out of this slump. Hopefully, Glaber Torres will be back uh, either tonight or for the next series. But uh, that's all I got to say about the Yankees. Good win last night. Hoping to continue it tonight um, going up against, uh, get you the pitching matchup in one moment. It is Kluber going up against um, Hyun Jong Yang, who has a 3.38 ERA for the uh, Texas Rangers uh, at this point of the season. So uh, interested to see that that matchup. Uh, I don't know much about this pitcher. I've never heard of him before. Uh, so maybe that means that the Yankees don't have much tape or don't know much about him. So maybe that's why they're throwing him out, just to uh, get in the Yankees' heads a little bit uh, to try to make them figure out a pitcher. Uh, I don't know if he's an opener or not because uh, he has no wins or losses, only 13 strikeouts, 16 innings pitched. As opposed to Kluber, three and two, three four eight, one four ERA WHIP, uh, 40, 41 innings pitched uh, and forty one strikeouts on nineteen walks. Uh, so excited for this game tonight again. Kluber, if there's a guy that I think that could be the number two, it's Kluber, especially with the way he's been playing recently. An opportunity to get his ERA even lower, uh, maybe getting it down to three two zero. That would be nice. If he can get it below three, then I'll start really having confidence in him. But uh, can't wait for the game tonight. Can't wait for this upcoming series against the White Sox over the weekend. That should be exciting. The White Sox are uh, really pro- possibly the best team in the league. That's another team I didn't name that's uh, hitting well. Uh, you know, with the likes of. Mancada and Yerman Mercedes and uh, and even more names uh, that I'm blanking on off the top of my head. Uh, but great team. Excited for that weekend series. Excited for the game tonight. Yankees, hopefully uh, the bats will start coming more alive as uh, more guys continue to return off the IL. Uh, but that's it for the Yanks. Going to move this uh, rant on to talking about the 
So at this point, the Mets are sitting one game above the Phillies for first place in the NL East. Having taken the first two games of this three-game set against the Atlanta Braves on the road, impressive, uh, close, fought-out wins, uh, beating them on Monday three to one, and then last night four to three. Uh, you know the hitting still struggling a a tad bit, um, trying to figure out their runners in scoring position. They went three for seven on Monday. And then on Tuesday they went one for three, uh, so that so the Mets are the team that went uh, four for ten. Uh, they hit four hundred with runners. Of score. They've hit four hundred with runners of scoring position in the series so far. Uh, it's interesting that in the first game, um, in which they only scored three runs, they went three for seven with runners of scoring position. Uh, they were all uh, you know. Two of them were base hits, and one of them was Pilar getting hit by a pitch. Uh, you saw how Pilar is now. I, I hope the best for Pilar. Uh, his face is very beat up after that. So uh, I hope the best for him, and I hope that he returns very soon back to 100%. Um, never like to see something like that happen, someone get hit in the face. But um, And then in the second game, they score more runs. They score four, and they go one for three with runners scoring position, meaning uh, they pretty much were relying on the home run in this game. Um, a little bit. VR leads it off, or not, leads off, first runs of the game, uh, drives in the first runs of the game via the home run, 2-0 Mets, uh, and then uh, finishing it all, I mean, Alonzo gets, uh, hits a sacrifice fly, Lindor scores, and then Nito hit a homer in the top of the ninth uh, to give the Mets the lead. That was the go-ahead run, so they're relying on the home run a little bit more in this game. Uh, again, that is concerning. I mean, overall, Mets obviously great rotation. The bullpen has been uh, pretty fabulous so far to start this year, um, but still last in runs, uh, and they're ninth in on-base percentage, so it's interesting to see. I mean, it's similar situation with the Yankees. The batting average and the runs are struggling, but uh, the on-base percentage is there. Uh, and the slugging percentage is not there. So no extra base hits, no home runs for the Yankees or the Mets, really. Uh, not scoring many runs, uh, not getting them, not hitting for average at all, but seeing the ball decently well and getting guys on base at least. Uh, so maybe pitchers just aren't pitching to them because they know that the lineups are decently stacked. Like the Mets have a pretty good team. Uh, when you think about when Nimmo comes back to Lindor, to McNeil, to Alonzo, to Dom Smith, uh, to McCann, uh, you know, they, they, have a, they have a pretty good team and other guys I didn't even mention. Uh, so maybe teams just aren't pitching to the Yankees and the Mets uh, because they have such good lineups uh, and they don't want to deal with them and they know that the players are going to chase. Uh, but... You know, they, they also don't chase, and they, and they know that. But I guess they either don't chase, and they get the walk, or they chase, and, and they get an out. Uh, that's what it's seeming what's going on with this ninth and on-base percentage and 17th with batting average. Uh, so offensively, Yankees and the Mets going through the same problems. I think that the Mets should be a little more, although the Mets are better batting average-wise, they're last in runs and 29th in slugging percentage. So that means they're not getting any, barely any extra base hits or way less than everyone else. Uh, and uh, they're not driving in runs, 
whenever they do get those extra base hits. So uh, it's really been a struggle for the Mets offensively to start this year. Same with the Yankees. Literally the same thing is going on on both sides of town. I mean, look at the look at the Mets ERA. Their third quality starts are somehow down to tied 11th now. I guess that probably has a lot to do with the fact that guys like Carrasco aren't pitching. DeGrom to the IL. Syndergaard not there. Uh, so, you know, they have more firepower to come for sure. But that's still good. Tied 11th, top half of the league. Fourth in whip, sixth in batting average against. So, uh, you know, pretty much the same story as the Yankees this year for the Mets. Uh, the pitching and the bullpen really stepping up, uh, getting the job done, leading the way. And the hitting is just lagging behind. And that's kind of the story of all of baseball right now, except for a couple teams. Uh, the hitting just not, not showing up in all of baseball to start this season. Uh, you can see that with five no-hitters uh, having been tossed uh, already at this point of the season, which is absurd. But, uh, yeah, it's crazy to see that the Yankees and the Mets in a similar situation both had very high expectations. The Mets still living up to it, 20-16, and 16, and they're missing a ton of guys. Not that the Yankees aren't missing a ton of guys as well, but uh, the Yankees are, I mean, the Mets right now are, are better, seem to be better off than the Yankees, uh, maybe just because of their division. Uh, the Yankees have more wins than the Mets, and they're in fourth place, and the Mets are in first place with 20 wins. Uh, obviously, they missed a couple more games than, than a few other teams uh, because of COVID concerns. But overall, I mean, I, I, as I said in the past, I like the NL East. Like, I think that all five of those teams can compete for to win the crown. But uh, the AL East right now, I didn't see the Red Sox doing this, so... Uh, that's going to be a tough battle also. Uh, I don't think that the Rays are going to be legit contenders when it gets to the end of the season. I think it's going to between the, be between the Red Sox, Blue Jays, and Yankees. But uh, it's crazy to see. I mean, the Yankees right now plus 11 in run differential. The Mets are minus 7. Uh, you know, plus 11 isn't even that great. You look at the other teams in the division. The Rays are plus 27. The Blue Jays are plus 44. And the Red Sox are plus 37. And the Chicago White Sox, the leader of their division, of the Central is plus 72, and the Houston Astros, who have 24 wins, are plus 55. So, uh, you know, you, you could see the teams that aren't struggling offensively and that are struggling offensively, and uh, the Mets and the Yankees are two of those teams. Um, hopefully, they'll start turning it around once guys start getting healthy again. Uh, but for now, excited uh, to see what happens tonight uh, in this last game of the series while the Mets go for the sweep over the Atlanta Braves. That would be huge. I mean, the Braves have won the division many years in a row at this point. I think it might be three. Uh, right now, they have a four-game lead over the Braves, so they could extend that to a five-game lead uh, with a win tonight. Uh, with the Phillies really the only team uh, putting up any type of competition to, to the Mets right now, uh, the teams in this division are Really, really struggling mightily uh, tonight for in this matchup for the series finale. We got David Peterson, who is one and three with a four eight six ERA for the Mets, uh, forty one strikeouts and thirty three innings, twenty nine hits. Uh, going up against Charlie Morton, the former uh, Houston Astro and Tampa Bay Ray, who is two and two with a five oh eight ERA, thirty nine innings pitched, forty hits and forty four strikeouts. Uh, so that's a you know solid pitching matchup. Charlie Morton has been a great pitcher over the over recent years. Uh, David Peterson, more of an up and coming guy. So uh, we'll see if the Mets are able to shut out uh, shut out this series with a 
sweep of the Atlanta Braves to extend their lead of the division. Uh, again, all games against division opponents should be considered must-wins because uh, even if they're at the bottom of the division, uh, they're, that means uh, them you know, beating you is helping out another team in the division. So uh, just uh, especially in a, in a division where it's so where it's so close. I mean, you look at the NL East, uh, the last place team is five games out. Meanwhile, in the AL East, the last place team is seven games out, uh, while the fourth place team is one and a half. So, you know, the, every team won the four is close, but the last place team is far away. Uh, same with the Central, ten and a half games back, seven and a half games. So five games back is the closest a last place team is in uh, all the baseball right now. So it just goes to show how that division is. So Mets got a take advantage of this situation, win all division games. Uh, but that should be all teams as well. I mean, I expect the same from the Yankees. So uh, great series for the Mets so far to this point, but need to see more out of the offense. Same with the Yankees. That's all for my rant today. Uh, just to remind you, since I didn't do it at the beginning of the show, you could catch this podcast along with all the other Strive Sports podcasts on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You could access them via the link tree in my Instagram bio, at the Strive Sports. Uh, also follow these drive sports on TikTok for daily gambling advice. I'm a little cold right now, so I haven't been posting, but once I get hot again, I'll be back to posting, trying to make you guys money. Uh, if you have any comments or suggestions as to how, uh, we could improve all of these drive sports shows, uh, what we could potentially do for future business, uh, anybody that you would like to see on this show, uh, if you want to start giving in calls that I could. Uh, or voicemails, which I can listen to and answer your questions. Uh, feel free to all comments and suggestions. Comment them on the Instagram videos. DM the Instagram page. Uh, connect with me on LinkedIn and, and hit me up, uh, whatever it is. Uh, also, down for any type of conversation. And If you disagree with any of my opinions, feel free to hit me up. I'd love to have a conversation with you. It's all about uh, you know talking it out with the fans, conversating, conversating. Uh, that's why I enjoy doing this, and that's why I am attempting uh, to do this uh, as I have been for the past couple months. But that's it for the rant today, covering Mets and Yankees talk and uh, a couple things that I missed over the past couple days. Uh, but that's it for my rant today on this Wednesday, May 19th. Going to be back tomorrow talking Yankees, Mets, more playing games, and more. Uh, can't wait. But for now, peace out. Good vibes only. Enjoy the rest of the day.